Hello, it's time to build your empire. Sophie Zolman, owner and founder of Sophie Zoe Virtually There For You, is sharing the secrets to building a better business and taking back your time. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. Y'all, I've been sitting here looking at my calendar and wondering where the hell the year went. It's already November by God, and that leaves us less than two months to go in 2021. Before we can even think about ringing in the new year and what 2022 might bring for our businesses, we've got to take the time to reflect on 2021. Yep, it's that time again, the fourth quarter, the end of the line for this year. Time to sit down and take a close look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. We've talked about it before. It's important to spend some time thinking about what went right this year so you can do more of it next year. You've also got to look at the areas where you fell short so you can make improvements in the coming year. It's easy to say, sure, this year was great. But if you don't have the data to back that up, you could be missing some important information that could impact your performance next year. When you have some metrics to define your success, it makes it far easier to see where you nailed it and where you might have room for improvement. Your specific KPIs are often determined by your industry, but today we're going to discuss some general performance indicators that could be used in any business. So let's start with a fairly obvious one first, sales. Did you make more money this year than you did last year? Great. That's a good indication that you're doing something right, but let's dive in a little bit deeper. It's easy to discern if you made more money, but how's your growth rate looking compared to last year? If you're not sure, grab your calculator. I promise it's easy. Subtract last year's sales from this year's sales. Then divide by last year's total sales. Voila, that's your sales growth. You want this to increase from year to year. So look back over the last few years and see if your sales growth rate is trending up. If it's declining, you're going to need to figure out why. Now, overall sales are a great indicator of how successful your year was. But we all know that it doesn't necessarily indicate how much of that money is going into your pocket. For that, we've got to look at profitability. Were your profits higher this year than last year? Were you able to pay yourself more? Don't forget to measure the profit margins of individual products or services while you're at it. Your overall cost of services delivered might have increased over the previous year. And if you didn't plan for it, that means your profit margins are decreasing. Yikes. If you find that your profit margins aren't where they need to be, January is a good time to adjust your prices. Plus, if you make the decision now, you have plenty of time to let your customers know so they can plan accordingly as they set their 2022 budgets. Now, what happens if you measure your sales and profits and find that they've gone down from last year's numbers? First of all, don't panic. You need to look at numbers for your industry as a whole. Some years are just bad in terms of profitability, and lots of businesses are still seeing negative fallout from the 2020 shit show. If you see that your competition is also taking a hit, you can relax a little bit. This is something that's out of your control, and you just have to wait for the market to pick up. But if your competitors seem to be doing great while your sales are on the downslide, well, that's not great. But don't panic yet. We're going to talk about more metrics that might help you pinpoint and fix the problem. One of the best ways to judge your success this year is by looking at your customer acquisition stats. Did you bring in more customers than last year? Congratulations, you're on the right track. Now you need to determine who they are and where they came from. 
Break down your new customer list by demographic factors like age, geography, and industry. Then look at how they discovered you. Was it your website, a referral, new lead magnet, social media? All of this will help you plan for next year. You'll know which groups are most likely to convert and which channels bring you the best leads, so you'll be able to allocate your marketing bucks to the most profitable source. Speaking of marketing, that's another area that you need to evaluate. How much did you spend this year? How does that compare to last year's ad spend? Which platform got the lion's share of your marketing budget? Do you plan to increase your marketing efforts next year? These important questions help you accurately plan your 2022 marketing budget and assess which channels brought you the best ROI so you can disperse your budget accordingly. Email is an important part of your marketing strategy, so you want to spend time evaluating the success of your email campaigns as well. Start by measuring the number of new subscribers against last year's subscribers' gains. Hopefully you'll see those numbers trending upwards, which is a sure sign that you're broadening your reach and bringing in a steady stream of high-quality leads. On the flip side, you need to look at the number of unsubscribe requests you got this year. Pay close attention if you got a lot of them at once. This generally means customers were put off by something and you need to figure out what it was. Was it your content? The frequency of your emails? Do some investigating to make improvements next year. One more thing to check is your bounce rate. A few of them are normal, but if you find an unusually high volume of bounce backs, it could be an indicator that your list is outdated and you need to clean it up before ringing in the new year. Then you can move on to your social media. Chances are you've been tracking your engagement metrics throughout the year, but it's still good to get an overall view of the year as a whole. What brought the highest levels of engagement? Did it vary by platform? Were there certain topics that really resonated with your audience? What links brought the most traffic? These are all important things to know as you craft your content strategy for 2022. That covers all your marketing and sales stuff, but you're not done yet. Now we need to talk about your people. Let's start with your customers. One of the best indicators of a good year is a full roster of satisfied customers. So make sure you're keeping up with your reviews and tracking your referral numbers. If you haven't collected any reviews this year, it's not too late. Consider a survey or poll to see what your customers really think. Your customers' opinions are very important, but don't forget to assess your team's satisfaction as well. After all, you couldn't do it without them, and a happy team is a productive team. Hopefully you already meet regularly with each of your team members to discuss concerns and make sure that they have everything they need to do their job well. If you've let that slide, put it on your 2022 to-do list. In the meantime, sit down with your team and see how they're doing. Ask them what they liked about this year, but also ask if there are areas that they think could use some improvement. Ask for their ideas and suggestions and incorporate them in your plans for next year as often as possible. When your team feels like you truly value their ideas, it provides a morale boost that keeps everyone working together happily. Now that you know your team is satisfied, it's time to turn your attention to yourself. Are you happy with the way things are going? Your work satisfaction matters. If you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, and frustrated, it will negatively affect your business. So take plenty of time to evaluate your feelings about the year. Start with a positive. What were your greatest successes this year? I suggest writing a list that you keep and refer to when you're feeling down. It never hurts to have a written reminder of all the ways that you're awesome. Keep it in your desk drawer and pull it out when you need to give yourself a pep talk. Then you've got to look at the stuff that didn't go as well as you'd hoped. Don't get mired down in it. Try to look at it with an objective eye. Why did it go wrong? And what can you do to prevent it in the future? 
Remember, it's not a fail. It's an opportunity to grow. Think about ways that you can reduce some of the stress you face in the new year. Do you need to delegate more? Give yourself more personal days? Set regular working hours and actually stick to them? What would your ideal work week look like? You've got a brand new year coming up. Make it happen. Okay, friends, that about wraps it up for today. I hope you'll use these simple metrics to evaluate this year and plan ahead to make 2022 your best year yet. If you have any questions or have some measures of success you think I should add to the list, shoot me an email or visit me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Thanks for being here this week. I hope you'll come back next week because I'm going to get all mushy and tell you about the things that have made me so incredibly thankful this year. Spoiler alert, you're one of them. See you next week. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Building Your Empire. For more tips on business building and living your best life, check out our website at sophiezo.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a great day. 